Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Mondo Show. Stay tuned because today my special guest is doctor, preacher, prophet, author, podcaster, Ken Moss, and she's going to be joining me in just a few moments. You know, you ever been in a place where you find yourself in and you wonder, do they know that I'm here? <laughs> Did they pick the right person to be in this place? Well, that's how I felt when I was uh, at a conference a few weeks back with the one and only Chuck Pierce, and I was a part of the Head of the Year conference, and I was in a room with great ministers and leaders around the world, and I found myself looking around, and I'm thinking, am I supposed to be sitting up front? Am I supposed to be here? And you know what? Sometimes... When God makes a way for you to be in a place, God chooses you, the most unlikely person, the most unlikely tool in the shed, to be there, to be a witness of his power and of his mercy. And you know what? I got to meet a lady real briefly. To tell you the truth, it was scheduled for me and her to talk and sit down, have coffee, maybe even have lunch together. But I broke, my, I broke my promise, and I'm so embarrassed because I stayed behind after I finished speaking on my session, uh, meeting people and praying for them. Then I realized two hours into it that I had broken my promise, and I'm here to apologize to Dr. Kim, Prophet Kim, Podcaster Kim, because I'm so embarrassed because I was looking forward to meeting her. And on today's program, we are going to be discussing her brand new book, the way of the kingdom, this book right here is something that you are needing in your life right now. We must understand the times and the seasons that we're in right now. And I want to tell you something. If we don't get what we're doing, we are going to miss God's purpose and destiny in our lives. Well, listen, I want to thank you for watching through the PTL Network your support means everything to me. I still can't believe that I'm coming into your home all the way from Morningside, USA, right here in Studio B where I produce the Mondo Show. And who would ever think that this kid from East L.A., from Gangster Grace, will be hosting his own national television program. But God, you ever heard that term? But God. And I want to tell you something. When you stay faithful, when you stay in the way of God, God has a plan for your life, and he loves to surprise you, and that's what he's done with my life. He's surprising me every single year to let me know that he hasn't forgotten about me, and that's the message I want to relate to you with my own testimony, that God has not forgotten about you. No matter what you're doing in your life, no matter what you're facing in your life today, God has a plan and a purpose for you. If he had it for me, then he has it for you too. And on today's program, we are going to be talking about what the seasons that we go through in our life mean and how do we get through them. And I want to tell you something. You can't do it alone. We need one another. There's people that can walk into your life and change the purpose and the destiny that you have. Listen, it's always good when you, your plans changes and when your plans get interrupted by God because that means that he's in control. Well, I want to tell you something. Your prayers, your support, you watching this program has made a difference because a year later, I'm sitting right here 
still doing what God has called me to do. I don't travel as much as I used to. I like to sit here and minister to you and share with you the people that God is using for this hour, for this culture that we're in right now to speak into our lives. And every now and then I, get out, I go out and speak and meet people. And, but I want to tell you something. Nothing is better than just staying in a place where God wants you to be in your life. And if God wants you to travel, then travel. But if God wants you to stay home and minister from home, then you need to be obedient and do that as well. And that's what I've been doing is being obedient to the call of God in my life. And I want to tell you something that when God calls you, he prepares your way. Every step is ordered by the Lord, the Bible says. So no one thing. I'm just an example of what happens when you stay long enough walking with God in his obedience to know that when he calls you, he prepares you. So stay tuned because on today's program, my special guest spent 22 years in the professional field of nursing, and now she serves as a pastor. She is the host of the Move Forward podcast, and she is an accomplished author with her latest title being The Way of the Kingdom, Seizing the Times for a Great Move of God. I want you to help me welcome the one, the prophet. <laughs> I love it. The prophet, the preacher, the mentor, a friend, Dr. Kim Moss to the program. Hello. <laughs> Oh, hi, Mondo. So good to see you and see you again. I have to apologize because I broke my promise. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, ministering to God's people is far more important than sitting down and having lunch with me. So I am so glad that there were so many people who received a touch from God because you were bold enough and you had the time, you gave your time to those people. That is really what we're there for, isn't that right? As ministers, we're there to serve God. Listen, I got to hear you speak and share. I gotta, I gotta ask you this because I, I asked you before the program: Are you a prophet? Are you a doctor? Do you go by being a pastor? And you said something so powerful. Can you share what happens when we carry titles? <laughs> I said, I said I like to be called just Kim because. All those titles carry a lot of baggage. What happens is that when you are introduced as a certain title, um, and these are all roles that you fill, right? These are all parts of the call of God on my life. And as you, you have many titles that you could wear as well. But when they meet you according to your title, then they don't hear you as a person. And I loved your introduction because you basically said that you were a normal average person and God did something extraordinary in your life. And because you are obedient, he lifted you up to this place to give you an opportunity to serve at this level. And that's really all any of us has done is, is said yes as normal people. That's, there's power in the yes, right? Because when you say yes. yes to God, that brings a responsibility that you're not ready for. But when you walk in obedience and when you walk according to his will, it makes sense at the end of the day. What is it about the power of yes that changed your life? Oh, my gosh. 
I was I was a nurse and uh, I for 22 years I was a labor and delivery nurse actually and I was not looking to receive a calling I didn't even know it was on the table you know it was never a dream of mine because I grew up in a context where little girls didn't didn't have aspirations to be preachers and international speakers and these kinds of things and so uh, I grew up um, wanting to be a nurse, actually wanting to be a doctor and wanting to have a family. And then one day, uh, early on in my marriage, my husband and I went through a very dark and difficult time. My husband actually uh, had an addiction to drugs and alcohol that I didn't know about and came out as we were early married and we had one small daughter. And, uh, and we nearly divorced. And it was during that time that God showed up and encountered me when I was far from the Lord. I I was not looking for him. I was not seeking to be anything. I was running from everything in my life and trying to find shelter from all the pain that I was in. And, um, and I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. I heard the audible voice of God, and he told me to reconcile with my husband that he would take care of everything. And so I went home, and I reconciled with my husband, and it was four long years before my husband had an encounter and was uh, it was and he was miraculously delivered from his alcohol and drug addiction. And we began to um, heal as a family. And I, like I said, I was a nurse and I went to a women's retreat. They asked me to give my testimony. I'd never done that before. I didn't know how to do that, um, but I did. And uh, and it was there at that retreat. I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Lord called me to full-time ministry. And I, I didn't know how he was going to do it. I really thought, I have been so bad. I have done everything that a person can regret. There are so many things that I have done wrong. How is it possible that you could use someone like me? I know, Mondo, you have felt the exact same. I have gratitude every day for what God has done in my life. And uh, But when I said yes... <laughs> When I said yes, woo, he changed everything, like, like everything. It was like a bomb went off in my life. And, uh, and I have had to continue to obey and say yes at every point where he comes and he, and he encounters me again and says, I'm going to change everything again. Are you ready? And I have to say, you know, you have to choose, you have to yield, Right. It's he does everything in us. We're not qualified. I I wasn't qualified. I know you felt the same. I didn't feel like I had any gifts. I didn't feel like I I could do this. I didn't know how he was going to do this. He said I'm going to take you around the world to preach and prophesy and speak in the nations. I'm like I'm I'm a nurse with three little kids at home. How are you going to do this? But when I said yes, can he I did ask everything. you? Can I ask you this because I love how real you are. Very few people in your stature of ministry. Can I say that? I've been around ministry for about 25 years. I get to meet some of the who's who of the nation and the world, people that have authored many best-selling books, people that have built mega ministries, mega churches, but you don't never get to hear the, the real them, right? The real people behind yeah. the headlines of book titles and, and mega church titles. How did you get through it, Miss Kim? Because 
you should have committed suicide. You should have walked away. You should have been a drug yes. addict yourself. You should have ended up in the hospital. How did you get through it? How did you learn to retrust in your marriage that got you to a place where it surprised you? First of all, um, I, I committed myself to remembering my own testimony. And uh, wow, it makes me, I just feel the Holy Spirit to remembering where I've come from and who I really am without Jesus. And as I remembered that, I could look at other people, I could look at my husband and say, yeah, you really messed up, man. You really hurt me. And, uh, and, I, and in my natural self without Jesus, I would say, you don't deserve another chance. But the truth of the matter is we are all broken. And without Jesus, we are all lost. And without Jesus, there really is no hope of redemption. But with Jesus, everything can change. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, everything can change. And there is hope for something brand new. And also, I would remember and recount to myself over and over and over the word of the Lord, the prophetic word that he spoke to me that he was going to take care of everything, but also digging into the word of God. And as I read this magnificent word that in the beginning I had never read before, I would find these, these promises and I would discover that God is so powerful and that he's not far off somewhere, but he's God with me. He is really Emmanuel. Now, I've been to school now, and of course, I have a doctoral degree, and so I understand more what that is. But, but in the beginning, I didn't know all of that theology. I just knew that God said he was with me, and if God said it, it must be true. And I would remember that it was true, and I would say it out loud, and I would pray. And the other way I got through it, really, and this, I think, is so important for our time, the time that we're in right now, is that I remember to be a part of the community of faith. I got myself to church and I got myself among other Christians who believe that Jesus is more than just a one time I say the prayer and then someday I go to heaven and I live my, my life however because none of it matters but know that Jesus is real right now he's involved in my life right now and by the power of the Holy Spirit and through prayer and the power of the name of Jesus things can change. People get healed. I have now seen, and I know you have too, Mondo, we have seen God do miracles all over the world. I have seen cancer healed. I have seen deaf ears open. I have had, I have literally had tumors disappear underneath my hand on thyroids in other countries. I have seen God do some of the most miraculous things in the lives of people who, who others said were completely hopeless. And he did it in my own life, and he did it in my husband's life. I feel, Dr. Kim, I feel as you're talking right now, someone needs prayer right now. Someone is needing a miracle. And, and, And this, listen, Holy Spirit is taking this show a different direction that I was planning to. But you got the authority right now to pray for right. the people right now. If someone is dealing with kidney problems, watching me right now in California, and I know it may seem crazy that I'm saying that, but I'm seeing this, this lady in California holding her stomach and her back 
and as her kidneys are swelling. I'm also watching another person in New York City, and I'm telling you, I don't do this often, but a person that is dealing with throat cancer after smoking year after year, God is about to heal you right now. Dr. Kim, you have the, the, the authority right now to release that healing and that anointing right now. Can we just, you know, track, uh, take a detour yeah. and just pray for that healing of those two people right now? Oh, I love to pray for healing. And listen, this is God's will to heal. It is in the atonement, which means when Jesus died on the cross and he shed his blood for us and his stripes that he received before he was put on the cross, Jesus said, it says in scripture in Peter, it says that by his stripes, we are healed. Healing is in the atonement. It is in the work of Jesus on the cross. Healing is part of God's nature. In Exodus, the, the, in Exodus, the Father God said to Moses that I am your healer. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the one who provides. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is the one who heals. It's in God's nature. It's part of the old covenant. It's part of the new covenant. And it's also part of the kingdom. When Jesus went around and he healed the sick and he laid hands on the sick and he spoke to blind eyes and he and he spit in mud, all of the healing that he did, he said, now, you go, disciples, I'm going to give you the same anointing. I'm going to give you the same power by the power of the Holy Spirit. And you go and you bring healing and you say the kingdom of God has come near. Now, listen, have faith for your healing right now. I have seen miracles all over the world. I have seen people healed of polio, of cancer, of tumors. I've seen them healed when they were deaf from birth and blind from birth. I have seen people who've had spinal injuries get up out of wheelchairs and walk. I'm saying these things to increase faith for your healing. I'm telling you right now, you can be healed. God wants to heal you, and the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you right now for healing. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to those kidneys right now, and I tell you, be healed in the name of Jesus and come back to normal function. Every cyst that is on those kidneys, every every hormone that is out of place in the body, come back to normal function right now. For the man that is in that is has throat cancer right now, I curse every cancer cell in your body. I tell it to leave your body. I tell it to shrink, leave your body, go away. Holy Spirit, I ask you to come upon him. I ask you to come upon others who are listening right now. And I ask you to come and manifest your healing power right now in Jesus' name, I speak to a heart condition. There's someone in Pennsylvania, you have a heart condition. The doctor said you have an enlarged heart. You have you have something wrong with your valve in your heart and there's no hope for you. I'm telling you right now, I command healing to your heart right now in Jesus' name. I'm telling your valve to be recreated by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you have thyroid problem right now in Jesus name. I command that to be healed. I command all the hormones in your body to come back into the normal original call of God and the function original, the original functionality that God planned when you were made in Jesus name. To those, there's someone, there's many of you who have suicide right now. You are feel suicidal. You have no hope. You think your situation is lost and beyond repair. I'm telling you that I'm telling you that I'm telling you that God is going to heal you and remove your bondage right now. I take authority over a spirit of death, a spirit of suicide. I take authority right now over 
over a spirit of depression, deep depression and anxiety that has haunted your life for many years, even since the time that you were children in the name of Jesus. And I break its power right now and I tell it to leave you. I tell it to leave you and go right now. And Holy Spirit, I invite you to come and fill up their body, fill up their mind, fill their soul, bring healing to the trauma. I take authority over trauma right now in Jesus' name. I tell it to leave you. You will not any longer have flashbacks regarding the trauma that you suffered when you were young, when you were a child, even at the hands of those who should have loved you and been cared for you and been a covering and a protection from you. Listen, now Jesus is your covering and he's your protector. Right now, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you know, you feel, you can feel it right now. You feel the Holy Spirit on you. There's several of you listening to this right now. I'm telling you that Jesus will not only come in and save you, but he will heal your body. He will heal your marriage and he will heal your family. I know it because I've been through it and I've seen it all over the world. So Father, right now, just pray this prayer with me right now. Father, right now I come to you and I give you my life. I receive your son who is Christ the Savior, and I receive him into my heart and my life right now. I give him everything in my life. I give him all my regrets. I give him all my sin. I give him all, all of the things that have been done to me, all of my unforgiveness. I just release it to you right now, and I ask you to forgive me first, and then give me the power to forgive those in my life that I'm still in bondage to because of my unforgiveness. And I ask you to come and change my life. And I invite you, Holy Spirit, to come in and fill me with your power so that I have the ability to live my life differently, brand new. And that I'm released from all of my bondage, my addiction, my hurt, my pain, my brokenness. And that the gifts and the call that is on my life that is without repentance, that it was given to you the day that you were created and knit together fearfully and wonderfully made in your mother's womb. Oh, right now there's lies being broken off of you right now. Lies about who you are. Lies about how you're supposed to live. Holy Spirit, wow, Holy Spirit, thank you. Now I would just say, Holy Spirit, I give you my life. Jesus, I give you my life. And I say yes to whatever it is you'd have me do right now. Wow, in Jesus' name. Wow. Amen. Amen. Listen, if you just tuned in, you're listening, you're watching my special guest, a prophet, a pastor, Dr. Kim Moss. She is a prophet that discerns the prophetic realm for the seasons that we're in right now. And we discern at this very moment that we needed to pray for you. You need a miracle. And we are standing here with you. Listen, you probably lost hope in the church. You probably lost hope in God above everything else. But we are a witness that God can restore your faith. And right now, as you receive your healing and as you receive Christ into your heart, know that the purpose that God has for you is going to change your life. Start reading your word. Get that old Bible. Dust it off. You haven't picked it up for years. God wants to speak to you through his word. 
He wants to change your heart every day. Wake up every single morning expecting a miracle in your life. Listen, the same God that changed my life, the same God that changed Dr. Kim's life in 1984, is the same God that can restore you right now. I know you lost hope. I know it's hard. I know the season that you're in right now, you may not understand it, but I want you to know, stay patient with God. Be patient with yourself. God is about to give you a breakthrough. As you read his word, you understand everything in your past will make sense. Everything, all the crisis that you've been dealing with is going to make sense. All for one reason is to remember for you to remember that God loves you, that he gave his only begotten son to die for you and I for our sins. We have to repent, turn from our evil, wicked ways, the Bible said, so we can be restored with the Father. Oh, my Lord. Listen, this, this program, I don't even like to call it a show. This, this program took a turn for you. <laughs> we were supposed to talk about the brand new book, The Way of the Kingdom. And if you have a way to order this book, I'm going to put, you know, my special guest website so you can order the book, support her. And listen, without your support, we can't continue to go forward. I need your help. Pray about standing with me. Pray about standing with the PTL network. Listen, as the old generation is dying down, that means, you know, the, the old guards are now retiring and moving into a different season in their life. God is calling the next generation, that's us, to take on and, and, and be that pillar for you and to be able to bring programs like this into your home, into your living room, into the palm of your hands. <laughs> can you imagine? We can watch television now from our phones. But the gospel must continue to be preached around the world. And if God called this boy from East L.A., I'm not a boy anymore, but called me to preach the gospel, and God called Dr. Kemp to preach the gospel so we can be here today and pray for you, we're going to continue to do our part. But you got to continue to support Christian television, support this program. You can go to the website I'm going to put on the screen, ptlshop.com. That's how you can support me. You can go and get the book, The Way of the Kingdom, support my special guest, Dr. Ken Moss. We, gotta, we need your help. We got to continue to bring this gospel of good news into every home, into every living room, into every family, into every person's hand, because the same gospel that changed us is the same gospel that can change you. Oh, man, I, I can't believe I just got two more minutes. Why should we read your book? Because it's a word for this time. Because it shows you that the violence we are that we are experiencing is because God is on the move. And the book explains to you how it's a sign of our time and how to join God where he's working. And it's a now time word for this now time. It's very important right now. Dr. Kim, you got to promise you got to come back. <laughs> I would love to. I thank you so much. Listen, I want to thank you for watching today. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for standing for America in the church. I wanted to ask my special guest about this season that the church should understand on how to discern the times that we're in right now. And maybe on the next 
time she comes back, I'm going to ask her this question because we all need to understand the season that we are in right now and how to discern the times that we're facing. Listen, we're facing so many different obstacles in our world today. Personally, we're all facing death. Personally, we're all facing some type of crisis. But at the end of the day, our hope is not in politics. Our hope is not in the world. Our hope is not even in the church. Our hope is in Christ Jesus, the Son of God that came and died for us and give us hope. Can you imagine when everyone else is losing hope, you find hope in Christ? Oh, we want you to experience that same hope. And today, I hope you've done that as you prayed with my special guest when she prayed that prayer of salvation. Listen, remember one thing. God is still in control, no matter what goes on in your life. I got to go. But remember this. Keep the faith. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Uh -huh.